0: And 12,
1: let's go. What is going on, everybody? Good Friday night, January twelfth, 2024. Rick Uchino, sp 3 Dutch Mantel with you here on Smack Talk. Nick Aldis getting the best of the bloodline tonight. A-Town down bad was uh, some very unfortunate foreshadowing by Carmelo Hayes tonight. And Bailey sure seems like somebody who was on the fast track to splits bill with damage control. We are going to talk about all of that tonight. We appreciate you guys uh, joining in on the show tonight. Make sure to get your comments in. Make sure to get your super chats in. Uh, We will be engaging with you guys throughout the entirety of the night. Super chats are the way to guarantee to get your show, uh, your comment read on the air tonight. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q and A's and polls
2: direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters, get it now.
1: Let's rock and roll, guys! You guys know the drill. Dutch, how you okay. doing tonight?
0: Listen, before we get into anything, oh boy, let's discuss the Tony Khan and the WWE interaction this past week. Do,
1: do we have I've, to? I've, I've
0: never. I've, well. I want to talk about it. I think Sid what? does too, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying I have never seen r- really an owner of a company just actually send a tweet to a to the other company, and the other tweet comes it, it comes back back and forth. It got a lot of attention. So what do you think that's from? Oh, don't hold back. No, no. Uh, Sid, Sid, say what Sid, Sid, you mean. Do you want to take, take this one?
2: I, I don't I don't understand. What's
0: the question? Oh, Tony kind mean yeah he was talking about gender Mahal getting the title shot mm-hmm. against whoever whatever his Seth, name Seth I, I can't Seth, Rollins. Yeah, Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins and he was talking about little uh the the Samoa Joe and uh what's his hook. name Booker man I mean yeah. hook hook book yeah. hook something and they were being compared and so he says his makes more sense. Yeah. And it, and, so, and it could, I guess. But if you take into account that Raw is drawing over 2 million viewers every week and Rampage or Dynamite's doing line, what, what's what's, Dyna, what's Rampa, uh, Dynamite doing? 700,000? Uh, that's about what they did this week. Yeah.
2: About 800, just under 800.
0: But it got a lot of attention online. A lot of people wrote me about it. So. I mean, what's that's, that's what view. He did it? Part of the reason why he did it.
1: Well, I mean, he he threw he put that big old worm on the hook, he chucked it out there into the Twitter sphere, and he waited for a bite. And damn it, did he get a dang bite from literally freaking everybody, including Jinder Mahal? Everybody bought this hook line and sinker SP three. This is exactly what he wanted. It's Exactly what he wanted. Jinder, yeah, g- go ahead. I was going to say, he
2: sees the thing that we're talking about first. On a WWE review show, we're talking about Tony <laughs> Khan and AEW. I think he got what he wanted. I mean, I, if the question was, do I think the owner of a wrestling company should be making tweets like that about another promotion? Probably not. If the question was, if you were the owner of a wrestling company.
0: Oh, I'd be and... busting her ass. Exactly. exactly. Thank you, Doug. Thank every... you. Wait, every five wait, wait. every five minutes i say events was still there screw you vince screw you screw you triple h i don't give a damn you exactly. know come, wait, and wait, I, that's what I, I, I
2: really I, want to get clear is that everybody is acting like they are they would be any better than tony khan the people that complain about tony khan the most are are people that have done what tony khan is doing yes i'm talking to you eric bischoff you did worse you were on national tv challenging basic man he's like oh i was head to head i wasn't whining on the sideline well now you're whining on the <laughs> sideline sir
0: well but it did get a lot of attention i will say that so if he wanted to bring attention to aew he got it so but does it make more sense gender Bahal really hadn't won a match in a year but i i, th- I think in that match, it's just, i think it's the start of a of an angle i don't know between them but something else, I think they have to have some idea behind it before they even promoted it, don't you think, Mr. Rick? So I, I guess my first thing is <laughs> so, I, I honestly
1: don't have a problem with the angle that they played off with Jinder Mahal because the whole story is here is he's he's been overlooked, he's been forgotten, he you know everybody considers him like the worst WWE champion of all time, and this, that, and the other thing. You, he was disrespected by the rock. I I don't think he was nearly as bad as people say he was. To be completely honest with you, I thought he was a good heel. Uh, I thought his run lasted way too long. I'll say that much. But um, I I I don't mind the angle because he felt he was disrespected by The Rock last week. He's disrespected by the face that Sid is making right now. He was disrespected by Seth Rollins in the ring. He attacked Seth Rollins, and Seth said, "You know what? I'm a fighting champion. You want a piece? Come get some." I don't have a problem with what they're doing with hook either. I think both angles make sense. My question is this all started because Tony Khan said that he was getting flack and criticism for having hook go up against Samoa Joe. I didn't see any of that. Where, where, I didn't where either. Did come from? I, mean, I didn't yeah. either. That, that, like, that's what I'm,
2: that's what I'm saying. Like the people that ragged on Tony Khan were ragging on him for the wrong reason. We should have ragged on him because he has a horrible timeline. He apparently he has a horrible time <laughs> because me, Dutch and Rick must have a better timeline than him because we didn't see any rage about I Hook going for for Samoa Joe in a company where Jungle Boy versus Chris Jericho year 1. So the bar was already lowered, so why would anybody complain about Hook going after Samoa Joe? Like
0: Yeah.
2: What like the if hell? You, if you think Damn. there was rage over that and and there wasn't the same reaction you had to Gender and I'm sorry. This is what Rick tested me, do. Uh, and I and I and I'm gonna compliment him and criticize him for it. Rick is just way too nice. Jinder Mahal's title reign is as bad as people explain it to me. It's not. It's not nearly as bad as Rick saying, "Oh, it's not nearly as bad as people thought it was." No, it was worse because it emerged. Hemorrh- <laughs> it emerged. Hemorrh- hemorrh- the audience. They took someone who was losing for years. Yeah. Years. Did not improve, only improved his look. Yeah, and they just said now he's the main eventer. They just one week said now he's the number one contender, and then a few weeks later he won the world championship. And it's great. I feel great for I have Indian friends that take a lot of pride in that moment, and that. That, I I can understand. And in the moment, that's a great heel moment. You can go back and rewind. It looks real good. His entrance, (laughs) it looks real good on replay. It looks all fine and dandy. You did not have to live through that six months. I did. I started my podcast career with Jacob Mahal as the WWE (laughs) champion. I am scarred for life. Because of gender Mahal <laughs> as WWE uh, champion, so don't yeah. you tell me it wasn't as bad as people Yo, think Rick. it
0: was. I don't teach you, Rick? I guess he told you off, buddy. I mean, damn. How long? How long did his was he the champion? Six months. Six yeah, months. Is, and the only is a, and the only reason they time. dropped
1: it and the only reason they dropped it off of him is because they didn't want to do uh, uh, him versus Lesnar. Yeah, Brock Survivor didn't Series. want to face
2: him at Survivor Series. Yeah, that was why. And the only reason they put the title on him is they wanted to go to the Indian market. Yeah. Take yeah. The Indian market. They didn't do that. They, they had to go to Saudi Arabia, instead. And then when they went to India, they had Triple H beat him, come out of retirement to beat him.
1: And that was on awesome. the heels of all the hot potato shit they did with the WWE Championship all throughout. WrestleMania season because the new year it started off with AJ Styles. Then John Cena wins his 16th world title. He holds it all of two weeks. They give it to Bray Wyatt inside Elimination Chamber. Then he drops it to Orton at WrestleMania, a match he should have won, by the way. R.I.P. And then Randy loses it a freaking month later to Ginder, which, if you're gonna do that angle, fine. But you should have pulled the Christian and he should have dropped that bitch two days later. Like immediately. Like immediately dropped it back and everything would have been fine
0: and, and what year was this
1: 2016 17 17 oh. 2017 yeah you're right
0: I, it was I, wasn't, I wasn't watching then I wasn't,
1: I wasn't watching. watching I was not watching as closely as I do now because I didn't get into the wrestling media until 2019 so that may be why oh. Well, my play. recollection of the, the title reign it was is not as sharply as as Sid's.
2: Maybe it's because my first ever podcast, first ever episode of True Hill Heat was after SummerSlam 2017, when Jinder Mahal beat Shinsuke Nakamura, when Shinsuke Nakamura was supposed to be the new hot commodity on SmackDown in the main roster. And he got beat by Jinder Mahal that summer, and it was never the same. <laughs>
0: He never recovered.
2: Never recovered. He hasn't recovered yet. They still try it. They still try it. Six years, seven years later, they still try it.
1: At least they got his character right. They just won't give him some good booking on top of that. All right, let's let's dive into this show. Yeah, here. let's do now this. Okay, how do you rate the show or not I one enjoy this. Let's go. I I enjoy the show. One out of ten. So, what are you yeah. saying? One to ten. One to, 10? I'd yeah, one to ten. I'd give it a ten. I'm I'm right there on the cusp of the seven. I'm gonna go six point nine. Okay. Yeah, I go like six point five.
2: It was a show. No, it felt like a show in between the weeks. It didn't feel like the go home show. It didn't feel like the setup show. It felt like the show in the middle. If you ask me, what happened on the show? I probably tomorrow. I probably be like,
0: it was a well. I, believe it or not, I watched the whole show from beginning and not the end because I had uh-huh. a a screw up. I didn't see the finish on in, in the last one, but uh. I would give it a, about a seven because it was, they kept it moving. No, they had, they were no really slow, slow episodes, but okay. You said in that match that, uh, who got hurt with that drop down boom? Who was that? Yeah. So <sighs> drop we'll down get boom. there, but you, you yeah, that? Austin Terry. We're still waiting to see if we can get
1: some kind of an update on on austin theory but there was a, a spanish fly gone horribly wrong uh tonight and we'll we'll get to that coming up here in uh in a little bit we do have a super chat here from will chisholm uh vince heard hinder's theme and said i gotta give him the belt pal no he saw he saw gender's pecs and was like damn let's mm-hmm. go
0: Look let's, that
1: let's, re- let's reward that physical that physique he looks like a wwe champion damn it
2: He's so vascally bulged. Oh my god. Look at those the veins.
1: Look at my veins <laughs>
2: popping out.
1: Exactly. He did look like a million bucks with the with the title on his shoulder. Like when he's just standing there in a suit with the Bollywood boys next to him and he's coming out, like he 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 walked the walk. He looked yeah. the part Yeah. Just you know, the rest of it was and then,
2: the bell,
0: and then, <laughs> then the bell ring. And then the bell rang. Yeah. And then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> way way too long please ring the bell started and then 30 seconds later ring the bell and end it and let's go
1: all right so since, we open since up
0: and god bless since god
2: bless his soul uh, I i want to remember bray white for better things yeah jinder mohal is now the greatest the greatest and then the bell rings wrestler of all time
1: <laughs> so we open up the show tonight with a uh rewind to last week We see after the the show went off the air, Nick Aldis made the fatal four-way for the Royal Rumble. We see Roman Reigns telling Paul Heyman to basically fix this shit. Uh, We open up with what was supposed to be Cameron Grimes versus Grayson Waller tonight. Uh, We come back from the video package and Cameron Grimes is already getting his butt whooped. Uh, He gets taken out by the bloodline so they can claim the ring for themselves. Grayson Waller and uh, Austin Theory partly smartly GTFO. They say, see you later. We, we, we don't want this smoke. We're out. Heyman hops on the microphone and basically starts ripping Nick Aldis to shreds saying, this is your fault. You're the bad guy. It's not us, this, that, and the other thing. And then Nick Aldis is just unflappable gentlemen. He did not give a damn what Paul Heyman said. He had a death grip on the microphone. He said the fatal four-way is staying. And by the way, I'm going to insert my dominance even more tonight. I'm going to make a main event. Y'all ain't ruining another match. We're going to have a trios match. It's going to be the bloodline versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus LA Knight. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Roman Reigns ain't actually here. So now y'all either have to find a partner or it's going to be three on two. And then we see Paul Heyman tonight, guys, all confident and cocky saying there are plenty of people who've been beating my door down to join the bloodline. This ain't this is going to be no problem. (laughs) He couldn't find a damn soul that would want to hop on with this team tonight and then spun it around and say, you know what? Nobody is worthy enough to be standing by you guys tonight. That whole exchange I'm, with him. I'm not worried. No, I'm not worried. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, not. Wor- I'm worried. I ain't worried. I ain't worried, <laughs> I ain't worried either. Let's go. Jimmy Uso can't fight to save his ass anymore, but that guy's, the, the, the character work that he, is, he has found himself in, he is in an absolute groove. There was a lot to like about again once again this was like a bloodline dominated show with the angle and the story that they're telling leading up to this fatal four-way at the royal rumble sid i thought that was really some of the best stuff that was on the show tonight
2: yeah that was the main stuff that was that was on the show the backstage stuff with jimmy Uso, he just he just has that just funny charisma to him he could just make you laugh very easily with his delivery and his mannerisms <laughs> I like Solo as the stoic kind of enforcer who has no fear even though it was a handicap match but he had a plan he also he had is. a plan he was like it was like we gonna go out here and take Randy Orton now and it'll be a two-on-two matchup so they made it work for them so I, I like the whole angle I like the setup for the main event and I thought the main event was well done as well will like i said before though will i remember it a week from now not necessarily i maybe may remember the post match the post match was thin.
1: yeah i I. you know what i liked the i like the fact that it was randy who was the one who was taken out because you saw it play out during the the match the psychology where la knight and aj styles they ain't vibing after aj cross checked him two weeks ago so i thought that was smart booking smart producing dutch to take randy out of the match have those two guys do the classic, can they coexist tag team match? And then you have Randy Orton, who isn't getting paid by the hour, show up. He does his hot tag. He wins the match with the RKO. I didn't have these three dudes doing a shield powerbomb through the table on my bingo card, but I outside of LA night forgetting to do the ooh I thought that was a great little way to end the show tonight, Dutch.
0: Well, I think taking Randy out, he's the one that they need to push. They already went through AJ. They've already got uh LA Knight with with Roman so He's halfway there. So when they take uh uh, take uh, Randy out, then he comes back, perfect way to end it. Boom, standing tall. And I don't think it hurts, it doesn't hurt anybody, and it helps it helps Randy, it helps the three baby faces, and that's what they were intending to do. So I thought it was pretty smart on on their booking side to figure that out. I mean that's what i would have done of course but there's a hundred ways to to do a match they did it the right way
1: yes I, I would wholeheartedly agree um and it seems to be look this match at the royal rumble is going to be really good i have no doubt i also have no doubt that roman reigns is going to walk out with the wwe universal championship on his shoulder mostly because right now roman reigns's biggest rival is none of the three dudes that are in this match his biggest rival has very quickly become nick aldis so my question is what is the
0: end game there dutch
1: what what do you think okay how many
0: i i think roman what are they shooting for day day wise are they shooting for hulk's record i'm Mm -hmm. uh, the 14 i I looked it up today 1400 and something days I, i i think they already I think they already hit what they wanted to hit they
1: wanted to do the thousand. I don't know if they have like a specific, Oh, he got, he's got to get the whole, I don't know if that's what they, they want to do. I think at this point, it's just finding it's, it's finding the right time to put the belt on Cody. I think that's what they're doing now. And with the rock coming in and the report, from wrestling Observer, of no this match is not happening rock and uh roman reigns is not happening at an elimination chamber it's probably happening at wrestlemania there was some speculation maybe they put cody in as a triple threat opponent i don't think that's the way that they're gonna go so it's all about all right if you're gonna do rock roman at wrestlemania when do you put the belt on cody i think that's i think that's the i still think he's the guy and i still think he has to be the guy but as sid said so eloquently last week who said that wrestlemania 40 had to be the the deadline for that.
0: I did. It. I said it. <laughs> You're the one. WrestleMania is the centerpiece of it all. So they're going to, uh, to me, they're going to hear everything for WrestleMania. What follows afterwards, they just want to get that one big pay-per-view raid in and two big houses out of it. And then they'll, they'll, they'll regroup and restart. I think Roman, if he does lose and I still have my doubts about that at WrestleMania, let's say Roman beats him in a one-on-one matchup. Who are you talking about? Roman or Cody, Cody or rock Rock, Roman and rock say rock beats him. Where do they go then? What do they do then? That's harder to figure out than just Roman going over. I just going to piss the people off. Yeah man no answer us
1: that's, okay two
2: two record breaking uh title reigns that the rock would have been i in.
1: know that's what i'm thinking i got i got rock punk flashbacks in my mind and they did that shit at the royal rumble they did that shit at the royal rumble and said nah uh, nah cm you ain't getting your main event wrestling at WrestleMania no 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 we we ain't doing that that's not happening no we're we're, we're taking you out of that so so we know a couple of things here
2: this is is the thing this is the thing i think that to answer rick's question i think that yeah they were they were or dutch's question they were shooting for a thousand days because Mm -hmm. the rock has gone on record on the pat mcafee show and said they were planning to do rock and roman at wrestlemania 39 in hollywood that was the plan before the vince scandal before the sale purchase talk, before the Rock Black Adam and DCEU scandal, all of that happened. And that's why we didn't get Rock and Roman at WrestleMania 39. So I think just reading the tea leaves and going by the reports and going by everything we've known and we've seen, I think the plan was Rock and Roman at 39, Cody and Roman at 40. And Cody can have this moment finish the story unfortunately guys <laughs> we also know now in a report by Fightful that people that he that us sap talked to in wwe have legitimately said when when he asked when do you think roman reigns is going to lose the undisputed wwe universal championship and they said and i quote whenever roman and Heyman feel like it so we're in the fifth inning we're in the fifth inning because we're doing rock and roll in that mania, and then maybe we'll go, we'll get back around to Cody WrestleMania forty one. I,
1: uh, I, I don't think, know, going I, I don't huh? think they're going to do another year. I think Cleveland, I think they are. I think they,
2: there was absolutely no consequence for them keeping the time, no matter how much people complain about it, no matter how much people are bothered by it. cody losing at wrestlemania had no repercussions to wwe so wwe in their mind the business is being driven by keeping the title on the centerpiece the centerpiece to this whole era this whole renaissance era every era in wwe history has had a centerpiece at the top during the rock and wrestling era, that's why Hogan held the title for four years. you damn gentlemen. right. That's why he reached. Austin, Preach, it was a different time. It was the attitude era. So he got short reigns, but he was always in the title picture, always yeah. in the main event scene. He was the him, brother of the attitude era. And now amen. he's Roman. And now amen. we're going to get a five year title reign. Yes. Amen.
0: Amen. Five years. Uh, amen to that. Amen. See?
1: problem is they're running out of dudes for him to wrestle that's that's, that's
0: no that's... they're not no, no, no they're not they're, they not, keep, they're really they keep not. coming
2: up with more plates this man you heard that we talked about the promo yet last week with paul heyman where he put in the the plate of cm punk he can now do singles matches with aj styles and randy orton when he wants to because they're doing this four-way They just did the backstage segment on this show with Paul Heyman coming up to Bobby Lashley. What did Bobby Lashley say? I still haven't faced the the tribal chief. I want to see it across. They got matches, but they they can make it a year. Don't forget. I mean, he only
0: wrestles five. He only wrestles five years. Five matches a year. Yeah. They can do anything they want to do and make it interesting, I think, because now they have the bench strength to do it. Before they had nothing. They had some like a baseball team. They had some like 225 hitters that couldn't hit a double. They could hit maybe singles and that's it. But now they got those long ball hitters. And I think they got, uh, they got enough right now to carry them another six months from WrestleMania. You agree, Sid? Yep. See, he agrees with me, Rick.
2: They're good. WWE's is good. It, it, this is what I'm saying for all the people that feel like Roman needs to take the title. I mean needs to drop the title. Stop watching. I think that's the only way. That's the only way that that's going to happen for y'all. You're but they're not gonna, stop but, watching.
0: They're, but they're
2: But not you're gonna, not going
0: to do that. <laughs> no, they're not. So
1: uh we got mirabelle saying I think CM Punk will win the Royal Rumble and win the title at WrestleMania. I agree. I just think it's going to be the World Heavyweight Championship. It it seems like he's dead set it's going to be Punk and and Rollins. I don't know if he's going to win the title, but it's definitely going to be uh, it's definitely going to be punk and Rollins. They can't feed another, Hey, here's a guy coming out, you know, brand new guy to the company. Let's feed him to let's, let's feed Seth Rollins to him at WrestleMania. They can't, they can't keep doing that. Can they? They can't keep doing that. Can they? They can't. They, can. they won't.
2: <laughs> they won't. I feel like, I feel like this is, you know, the, the, the punk raw rumble win is the big win for his return, but I think he's, they're going to have him do the do the job for stuff at WrestleMania.
1: Or maybe that's where they have Damien finally cash in successfully. They've had
2: oh, I'm, convinced, Punk... I'm convinced Damian priest is not gonna cash in successfully. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Hey, where, where is Gunther in all this? I think that's the that's the the jewel they have sitting over there that they haven't tested. Well, we might uh, look back on
2: this as Gunther is really the victim of CM Punk's return.
0: Uh, well, I, no, I think there's still a spot for him, a big one.
2: I, I think, I think so a too. Really, but I a think, really big one. I really feel like Dutch Whatever plans for Gunther got pushed back a year because of Punk.
0: Well, that gives him an extra year. That's great for him. You mean the, the later they wait, if you fail, you at least get a year out of it. But he's not <laughs> going to fail if, yeah. if he goes through a year, and he he'll stay over because he has that. He has that vibe about him. And I would actually love to see Gunther versus Roman.
1: Oh, I yeah. Think- I mean, I think that's going to happen at some point.
2: Yeah. But probably I mean, after it, Roman drops the title.
1: Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's going to happen during this, this reign for Roman, but this ain't going to be Roman's last reign either. So at least I don't think it's going to be. Wouldn't that be some shit if he drops it after like having it for four <laughs> years and then he wins it back like a month later? <laughs>
0: like the ultimate troll. what what the hell what are you guys doing that's what well, bruno did right right dutch
2: that's what bruno did bruno held the title what seven years dropped it for a few months
0: and then held it for like four more years yeah yeah that's that's why it's broke up but nobody ever touches rain anyway but it, it's too long and the people they don't have the they don't have the patience for that all right rick continue with your critique yeah, so we uh, we moved on. Our actual first match
1: ended up being uh, Angel Gaza and Umberto versus the uh, remaining members of the LWO. Uh, look, I thought this was a really good match between these guys tonight. I'm glad that Angel and Umberto got the win because, uh, frankly, they needed the dang win. They need to be presented strong. I want to see these guys succeed, mostly because these two guys, alongside uh, uh, Santos Escobar. The, the promo package they put together beforehand where they're calling him La, uh, La Familia. And then he said it's uh, they're the new LWO, the Legado World Order. I love all of that. These three together as a trio look like they are absolute money. Uh, Smackdown, Triple H loves his trio's uh, factions right now. He just keeps building them up. Uh, I thought Umberto looked really good tonight. The, the strong sit-down powerbomb that he hit. LWO got to show off a little bit of their athleticism in the run-up to the finish.
0: Carlito shows up. He attacks Santos. So there's still some. You know, I like the way Carlito dresses up for TV. Well, he was decked out, wasn't he? Pants he had and a on T-shirt, one of shirts, didn't he? I don't know. He just and had, he had some, tight, pants some
2: tight. He had like dance pants, like so he was being ready to go out and dance.
1: <laughs> but uh, oh, look, I, I like this match tonight, Sid. You're the you're the match uh, critique specialist. What would you think?
2: Uh, solid. A was solid work from both teams. I thought that it was like, it was a match that was in first gear. I don't think that this is what they will really kind of give us when they get out of first gear, but it was a nice little first chapter in this little rivalry from the real LWO versus Legato del order or
1: world order. Excuse me. Yeah. Legato world order. Well, I think they were starting to ramp up, especially when uh, Cruz hit that corkscrew fly out onto the outside. That's when it really felt like things were picking up. And then that's when Carlito showed up there, Dutch and uh, he and Santos fought up the, up the ramp there and, Joaquin ended up getting pinned when uh, Angel grabbed the ropes there. But what what do you think about this this Legato faction together? I I think these guys uh, have a lot. What of
0: what is their name? I missed their name. Legato. Well, so spell that. I'm not sure exactly
1: what their name is because they said they're the La Familia. Then they said it's going to be Legato World Order. Who knows what it's officially going to be? But Santos Escobar when he was in NXT, his faction was Legato del Fantasma, and it was with Joaquin and Cruz del Toro on his side. So now they have taken Joaquin and Cruz, they're on the LWO side and they've added Angel and Alberto. So maybe they're Legato del Fantasma, maybe they're Legato World Order, maybe they're La Familia. They're one of those three. That would be what I'm gonna guess. They're one of those three, but I like these but, three together.
0: Oh, they had a good match. And what I can, I'll say the matches have been cut down, so they don't have time to get boring. They did a lot of, a lot of interviews, not short ones, and so i think the show just sped by tonight i watched it for an hour and it seemed like you know, maybe 30 minutes but, but it was interesting the whole way they did have a good match and as a fan i'm wondering where did uh carlitos and uh the guy go down the aisle they just kept going and his partner just went down the aisle like wow well, hell he's back there somewhere they went something. to the
1: concession stand to grab some nachos that's where they went no kidding <laughs> Or, to, or or fight
2: to the back and get something to drink yeah and yeah they
0: did have some good that was a good match a good match tonight who followed uh, that uh andy this is
1: a and it's a root beer it's, i'm not i'm not drinking on the job all right it's 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 root beer but yeah. drinking on the
0: job good driving the show <laughs> he's, he's tanking he's it he's trying driving. to he's trying to tank it as fast as he can uh kevin saying jay uso versus gunther for the intercontinental
1: championship i've seen more and more people saying that jay uso needs to win the intercontinental title i i would love to see him get a singles run at some point i don't know if jay uso is the guy to beat uh well, to let me, me throw this gunther. at
0: you Yes. when do you think the usos will get back together which you know is coming
1: mm, sometime after the next wwe draft because they fighting each other at wrestlemania <laughs> Yeah, but also it's going to depend on how over Jey Uso continues to be. The guy's moving merch. He's you know one of the top baby faces over on Raw.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: then again, WWE has a, a, a plethora of top level baby faces on their hands right now. They haven't been in this position in in quite some time. You got jay Uso and LA Knight and Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn when he comes back. Kevin Owens. I could rattle off some more for you too if I wanted to, but I don't. We need to move on. Okay keep it going we, we see carmelo hayes backstage uh talking to nick aldis looked like there was a smackdown contract sitting there in front of him he starts to mention something about royal rumble possibly then they get interrupted by grayson waller and austin theory uh and that sets up a match i thought grayson waller was hilarious here because uh, carmelo was like i'll I'll fight you right now you want a match you're ready to go he's like "No, i've already wrestled tonight uh you know <laughs> I'm good. I don't want to do two matches at once, but uh, theory's got you here. Let's go. Uh, I I like this a lot. Obviously, Carmelo impressed some folks. Obviously, he's going to get the call up here uh, very, very soon. The only issue is uh, we hope that both of these guys are okay. I thought they were putting on a pretty good match tonight. And then there was a spot where if you missed it, they go for a Spanish fly. And I'm not sure exactly what went wrong, but something went wrong. Austin theory did not get the full rotation. He came crashing down on top of his head and his shoulder area. And from the camera angle, we had Sid, it looked like Carmelo landed on top of him, which kind of drove his head even further into the mat. Uh, and the referee immediately said, nah, this, this, this match is over afterwards. What, what did you see there?
2: i just sent you and i'll send it to our group chat with does so you guys can see it a screen cap i don't know if you can oh. take that take that and put it on the screen so that people can hear the explanation so basically it's austin theory's usual kind of spanish why where he jumps Ooh. flat-footed uh shows his hops jumps to the top rope sits on the top rope bounces off the top rope and does a spanish pie it literally is a very dangerous move and it takes a lot of very good timing to be able to do it and what happened here was they did it very fast and i saw mellow when it happened and i'm watching it in real time i saw mellow kind of get his head under to take the back bump very very late so i thought that he mm-hmm. landed on his neck but it what really happened was theory landed first and he landed right on the top of his head i have another screen cap of theory landing right on the top of his head first and then mellow came down on theory's head after he already fell right on the top of his head on the mat so very great job of the referee stopping the matchup because yeah there was no way to continue after that
0: well he stopped that match pretty quickly too
1: I mean, he asked, uh, you saw
0: him ask theory if he was okay. Immediately
1: he was in there like, dude, are you all right? And Theory's like, nah. And immediately he's going, nope, this, this bad boy was over. Commentary knew something was wrong. I'm honestly surprised that they showed a one replay, uh, let alone, you know, period. Cause it was, unless you missed it, like it was pretty clear that something went wrong there. So we hope, uh, that both of those guys are obviously I hope they're okay. Yeah. yeah, seriously. That's, uh. Who, who
0: took who took the worst of it? Theory, dairy. oh, theory for dairy. sure,
2: definitely theory. Because Mello landed on theory.
1: Yeah, I Mello was able to at least get enough of a rotation to where, you know, I mean, these dudes' necks are so dang strong. do you know that all these exercises the guys did? Like it looked like he landed on the back of his neck enough to roll onto his shoulders, and he looked like he was fine. It looked more like Mello was selling than anything. It's theory who as Sid said landed right on top of his head, uh, and then looked like. Melo landed on top of him, which drove it further down into the mat. As
0: soon so, as he, as soon as he did it, it looked a little off from the beginning uh, and it was, yeah,
1: it I mean, was. I just uh, hope
0: nobody gets hurt.
1: Yeah. Hopefully
0: hey, good. hey kids don't try this at home. Okay. There's a reason yeah. they say that.
1: Yeah. Hell, they said it on commentary after the uh, the move happened. Um. So that unfortunately did not go well tonight, but we did also have uh a lot of really good promo uh vignette packages tonight we'll talk about logan paul and ko um but sp3 i i've got one note here uh in all caps that just says are we finally getting pete done because it yeah. sure as hell seems like we're finally getting pete done sp3 this
2: this vignette was one of the best things wwe has done as far as vignettes this week because man i had to watch nxt that was some horrible action (laughs) literally literally the best thing somebody told me is that oh it's not it's not a it's not an acting show they're not oscar award winners i was like so so freaking wrestle then it's a wrestling (laughs) show Mm
1: -hmm. they
2: should probably just wrestle they shouldn't do vignettes then uh, but this was a very well done vignette because the most important thing, it was believable. It was shot differently. It actually My looked God. like it was. It was actually at a coffee shop. At a co- yes, at something. And yes, it, 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 both guys. Imagine lied. that the little, the little thing with with Bush telling telling. Uh, it's like shut up Tyler that was I was like that's so believable I was like Tyler Tyler Bate was trying to talk like a WWE vignette and Big Dunn just tells him, shut up and then Tyler just started talking regular and it was like oh this is actually refreshing and then yeah. it got me excited because the whole point was on the tease that we're getting Pete Dunn back so that was well done that was the best part of this whole episode if yeah that is the part if someone asked me a week from now what happened on this show oh they tease Pete Dunn coming back that's what I would remember
0: so this show was effective in your estimation. This Very segment effective.
2: was effective. Evac- was more. This segment was more effective than the show as a whole.
0: Okay. Yeah. They uh, they
1: started it. to do more of this Dutch where they are, they're going outside the box from what they typically do with these vignettes. We've seen them a couple of times now uh, with Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Um, I, I'd like more there. I'd like there to be more to their characters than hey we we wrestle and then we go out to a club and we dance and we drink. But that's what they do right now. You know, they've they've shot a couple of interesting vignettes that I like with them. Scenes out actually at a club and not like back in the old days where it was like, oh, hey, Bobby Lashley and, and Lana are on a date but it's definitely just like a corner of catering that they've dressed up to make it look like a fine dining restaurant or, Hey, it's uh it's team hell no. And they're with Dr. Shelby, but it's definitely Joe Schmo's office in the back of this arena right now. Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, like <laughs> calling
0: it's Joe it's Schmo. The-
1: The the production value, they've really kind of stepped up with it, and they're going outside the box, and they're showing us something different that they haven't shown us for the last 20 years. It is, As as Sis said, it's
0: refreshing. So if you're listening to that, you will buy into it because it looked like a real conversation, like they were actually talking, and you're sitting there, and there's no bullshit going on, nothing else, and you're concentrating on what he's saying, and when he leaves, that's what you're thinking about. I, I agree very very well done so i gotta hand it to them their shows improved 200 yeah.
2: and back in the back in like Visic man days they would have just said his name is Pete Dunn at the end of the promo so that was the other great thing about it was the ending that they left you on a cliffhanger of what was your what would your name be and you just stay on Pete Dunn see in the face and then it goes to black i was like yeah. that was so well done
1: they gave us the Avengers ending it was Steve Rogers going Avengers? And it's like, no, we ain't getting assemble in this movie. We ain't getting no damn assemble in this movie. We're waiting for five more years until endgame, and then we're gonna give you Avengers assemble, goddammit. Anyway, so we also had Logan Paul <laughs> and Kevin Owens on this show. Uh Logan Paul, man, he's just a little he he's got the most punchable face in all of WWE, I think. Like Logan Paul plays his role fantastically i am just annoyed anytime he's on my tv screen i don't know if that's just logan paul being logan paul or if he's just you know playing up this this piss no, i Anthony think it, I think it's him
0: I, I really do he's too natural he's too natural with it
1: yeah uh i mean he but i mean something just
0: just an asshole who shows up after he got hit in a wrestling
1: ring and he's, he's threatening litigation and he's threatening to take away kevin owens uh wrestleman or excuse me uh royal rumble match if he doesn't take off the cast that's there the weapon that's there to protect his broken hand and then you just get ko coming on afterwards he's like just, he's already tired <laughs> like, he's already tired of this entire thing he just wants to get to to r- rumble and whoop his ass but he's like all right so can't believe i'm saying this but i'm actually looking forward to having you on the Ko Show so we can talk about you, hopefully not suing my ass. I did think this other, other than the fact that Logan Paul actually said in the year 2024, "Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater." Other than that, I thought these two, uh,
0: these two segments
1: were pretty good tonight. They
0: were good. I th- I thought the whole show was good. Really, it was almost like a relaxed show, and the people went out there and did what they were supposed to do. I bet most of those interviews weren't reshot. Sometimes you can do an interview and they'll keep shooting it and shooting it and shooting it. I've seen one; they did it twenty times. I went, "God damn, guys! Shit, a moron could do that." Say it. Oh my god, I remember. But, uh, I remember excuse, Moxley talking about that. Excuse my language. Excuse my language, but you know that's what I said.
1: Yeah, I remember Moxley talking about that when uh, in an interview after he got to AEW, where he would talk about. Constant reshoots over and over and over again. And he's like, who cares if it wasn't lit correctly? It's pro wrestling. Who gives a damn? We're not trying to win a an F and Emmy out there. Say, you said something like that, where it was like a, a light would fall down in the background. I'm like, who cares?
2: <laughs> who gives a shit?
0: Okay, but, if they gave an award tonight for the best interview, you think Pete Dunne would win it tonight? See that best segment on the show? Yeah, it would be
2: Pete Dunn and uh Tyler B. The promos, I mean. Yeah, once when slogan Paul said uh, cheater cheater pumpkin eater, I think I tuned out. Yeah, <laughs> I was out I tuned out. I heard the line about "Uh oh, we're gonna sue make sure you don't wear the cast. I was like, okay That's interesting. That's that seems like a placeholder type of promo and then no, Kevin Owens confirmed that it was a placeholder to set up <laughs> the next week's segment, which is yeah. the go home segment.
1: So yeah, exactly. I'm just yeah, I'm like hmm Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater is like right up there with suffering succotash for me. Like, let's never say that again on WWE programming <laughs> ever. Like, never, ever. That has no business, no business being on this television show ever again. We uh, we got a pretty lengthy match tonight between Bayley and uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, look, these two have wrestled each other a lot, a lot, a lot uh over the last few years i believe this is their ninth sean Rossap from fifo said this is either their ninth or their 10th televised match uh on smackdown or raw in the last couple of years they obviously have a lot of uh, some good chemistry with each other they obviously know each other pretty well i did like the uh the production of this match the producing of this match where yeah it was pretty clear they know each other's tricks by now and they both had to pull out some stuff that they typically don't do trading counter for counter. I like the spot where Bianca used her own hair as a tripwire. I thought that was uh, that was a nice way. Bailey's always going to go after the hair, so they got to find different ways to use it. But in the end, as she always does, death taxes and Bianca goes over Bailey. The story of this though is Bailey twice did the, the heel cheat spot where she's distracting the ref and she's hoping that one of the four of her best friends on the outside would take a damn swing and they all just stood there like it was freaking king of the hill and they're standing out on Hank's lawn drinking beer <laughs> they just chilling <laughs> nobody did a damn thing and she was pissed about it almost cost her the first time it did cost her the second time uh SP3 what'd you think of this <laughs> one? okay i
2: get the negative out first Oh my God! I have seen Bianca Belair and Bailey way more times than I should. That is the biggest negative. Where I re- when I realized and did the math in my head, because I did see the stat of how many times they had faced each other, and then I really thought about that stat and realized how they spread that out to the point that we have seen Bianca Belair and Bailey at least twice every year the past four years, more than once. We see it every year more than once so i know this is not the last time i'm going to see it in 2024 uh no, but i didn't bailey missed
1: an entire year of action by the way
2: and that's insane yeah. that's insane that, that, that's insane uh, but I did... go, ahead. go ahead
0: no oh, i, I, I like I, I did i did like bailey's comment at the end i'm just hoping <laughs> that one of you <laughs> We'll do something clap your <laughs> hands or something but you stand Yo, there and they go i on like
2: i related with bailey because i was just like now come on now like like y'all are y'all are wally y'all are wally like like i can't help bailey they're like y'all all right, y'all making it too obvious that y'all y'all about to kick her to the curve and stuff like that. Like, like come it, on, not one of you. We couldn't even get Dakota, like at least like try. No, not one like, of you. We all know Dakota can't get physical, so but she could at least try and then EO stops her. I think that would have told the story better.
1: Dakota could smack her in the face or something. Like, seriously.
2: Like you what have- I'm just saying, but I'm just saying, they could have just had Dakota, at least one of them, at least one of them, at least try. Because it looked like Oscar was concerned at the end, but she didn't even try. She didn't do anything to help. Like,
1: why can't one of y'all at least the, the, the try most, to help? The most movement that Oscar did was the when the ref came over. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" And she's like, "I didn't do shit." <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. Just threw arms. I'm like, I didn't do it. We didn't move. We literally did not move. You did not see us move a damn muscle. Like, it's Bailey has been told by damage control do not come down and interfere in our matches and she still comes down to help the entire damage control is standing three feet from the match they (laughs) had two golden opportunities to help bailey finally beat bianca and they're like nah we're cool we're good and then and then Dakota had the mitigated gall afterwards to say we thought it would be best for you to handle her on your own then because... you shouldn't have come out you shouldn't have came out don't come <laughs> out with me then leave me leave me at the way.
2: we just did that with leo last week where we said we said oh you can get you got this we hugged her and we was by. we ain't gonna stand at ringside and not do nothing that's a little different yeah. we shouldn't have even been there if we wasn't gonna help but overall my most positive thing i could say this was the best match on the show we got plenty of time oh, yeah these two ladies have good chemistry with one another i love their use of always look at all their past matches there's a lot of them they use bianca's ponytail always in their matches and they do that well and they come up with different ways to use it so i like that in this matchup so like i said best match on the show i just wish that it was
1: didn't she say
0: one time the referee was looking right at me or right at us what do you want me to do? Yeah, and that that was that actually is a logical answer. I don't know. Do something.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> like your do hands. The, do the do the whole thing where you go out there and you you know try to get involved, and then the ref chucks your guys ass out. While he's walking your ass out, I can hit her with something. Like there's something you can do. You know how the game is played. This is clearly being done. Like, look, these two, the these four ladies and Bailey are on the fast track to Splitsville. Like it is happening and it is going to happen very very soon. But like the 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 thing that it's weird to me is that the betting odds for the Royal Rumble take them for what they are, all right? Bailey is like the overwhelming favorite to win the Royal Rumble right now, like right up there with Becky Lynch. Does she feel like somebody who's about to win the Royal Rumble? Is, that doesn't seem like the story that they're setting up here it seems more like damage control is going to screw her out of the royal rumbles no they're up. no no no
2: i i like I, the backstage segment kind of was like oh they're gonna have bailey win the royal rumble because she's the most interesting she has the most interesting story it's not becky lynch it's not yeah. naya jacks These are people that they have teased, can win the Royal Rumble, or can have a big matchup with Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. But it's Bailey that has the more interesting story because they keep telling us she's winning the Rumble and going after Rhea, but she has every reason in the world to go after Io. So it's setting up for her to win, and then you have a couple of weeks where you could tell a story of her saying that she's going after Rhea and then deciding at the last minute no i'm going after eo because y'all don't help me out at all
0: i i would love it That that's a good scenario you set up sid that's a good I, one i would
1: absolutely love it right because for the entire time that they have been together it has been abundantly clear that bailey on screen does not speak eos language i would think it would be hilarious if they did a if they did a spot where where Bailey all this time had been doing like Rosetta Stone or something like that and was actually like learn (laughs) like learning her language so she could actually spy on her and finally figure out what EO's been saying behind her back this whole time and she just catches EO talking shit and
0: she's like you know what fuck all you fake ass bitches let's go (laughs) now I know what you've been saying oh my god That, that, that would be good too Uh, people People would would identify with that too pardon my language by the way but
1: there's one guy on uh one guy i follow on instagram uh does a lot of these videos and that's like one of his best lines so i had to drop it when i had the chance to but anyway dutch what what do you think what's the vibe you're getting around bailey right now
0: well i think they've opened a lot of doors with with that group i do think they're she could either turn on them or they can turn on her so but i think it's very sometimes you just gotta wait and see what they do what i think they're gonna do they may do something better but it's got a good good vibe around it right now so they can do a lot of stuff i do like not knowing the language and taking the rosetta stone <laughs> <laughs> Sid had a said had a good idea so because you got five of them and now you can do a, a lot of that stuff. I, I love that because when you got choices, you can really. And I like it where wrestling is not taking so seriously. I mean, you know, women fight. I mean, guys fight too, but they get those little petty spats going, and sure, and you and you you pick your sides, and you go from there. Look, it's not hard.
1: It's pride, it's ego, it's pettiness. I mean, this, all this stuff exists in everyday regular life, and this is a conflict sure in business. So I mean, it's like it, it's it's not it's not hard. It's not hard at all for for a group of up and comers to feel like they have outgrown somebody who won all of five singles matches in 2023 five of them bailey's win percentage no good like it is the reverse of what hook's winning percentage was last year in 2023 okay like and that's why i want bailey to win the royal rumble this woman deserves to win the royal Rumble. i'm not talking about bailey the character i'm talking about bailey i'm talking about pam pam deserves to win the royal rumble she needs to go on this big long baby face run. You guys and have win. her Lion King moment
0: of remember who the F I am and take over the damn division again. Sorry, go ahead, Dustin. Yeah, you guys have some great ideas on this one. I don't think I think Bianca Belair winning it. People go, eh. Been there done Isn't that. It? We've seen it. Yeah, yeah they, but Bailey winning, winning it. Bailey winning it. Bailey winning it with that backstory. They got they got room to run now. And they they don't have they don't have to burn it up right off the bat. They can take their time with it. Of course, Triple H will do that. He will take his time. So, and if Naomi
1: comes back, there's your match with Bianca right there. She can get her fourth straight year with the singles match at WrestleMania, and you know everything will be great. Um, hopefully, because her said she's defending the title this weekend at Hard to Kill, right?
2: Yes, Trinity is uh, Jordan Grace.
1: Yeah, so she'll lose there. She'll wrap up. She'll find her way to Tampa she'll show up in the royal rumble and we'll be off and running maybe she eliminates bianca and we can we can, we can go from there uh we are going to get some more ladies on the show next week uh literally five minutes after i tweeted out tonight uh hey can we get a follow-up to alba and isla showing up like right around christmas time oh, Like, yeah with- that happened yeah that happened that was the thing that happened they helped charlotte and shotzi win a match against damage control right we all remember that like can we get a follow-up to that well, we didn't get a follow-up to that but they're getting a tag team title shot next week i mean cool they, but they only like, been active for six months like why though like they they ain't won a match they ain't wrestling <laughs> like they just randomly getting a tag team title match and they're gonna lose <laughs> they're gonna lose next week hopefully because damage control costs in the match like i hate when they do this like he does this often Tri- i i think I, I i think triple h is a good booker But there are sometimes he does things where I'm just like, okay, what what the hell was the point of that? Like, what the hell was the point of that? I don't I don't even know. I I don't even know at this point what they're doing with these two. I'm just happy they're on the show next week. But I mean, to be fair to Triple H,
2: most bookers do that to me. I feel the (laughs) same way about Tony (laughs) Khan. Feel the same way about Gato. Most of these bookers make me feel like that.
0: Like, well,
2: how the hell we get here? scott damore <laughs> with tna look, doing a they doing a damn pay-per-view they ain't do no build up to the damn pay-per-view could have done some television like I'm, uh, yeah all these bookers confuse me sometimes
1: <laughs> how easy is it that though like that you've been around this you've booked shows before like it's easy to sit there and criticize but like it's got to be hard to keep track of everything that you're doing for everybody especially when you have a roster that deep
0: well they get to me first of all When you're dealing with 60 or 70 talents it's hard to remember even what you've done with some of them that's why you got a creative team around
1: yeah
0: see but most of the places i booked they had like 16 talents no more than 18 and i would only do something with half of them so i could remember what i did and tell tell a coherent cohesive story that made sense and ways and then if I saw another guy like way down the line, people were getting with him, I'd I'd bring him up slowly and 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 work him in. A lot different than from booking uh, Puerto Rico and then booking WWE or booking AEW. Just too many talents, and they all sometimes if you, you can't do it by yourself anyway. They all run together like this, and they explode in your head. So you might as well just walk away from it. Screw it, I'm out of here for a couple of weeks. I'm gonna go get hammered or something and let you guys. And then when they get it good and screwed up, then you come back said, All right, I gotta come in here and fix it. Well, you're yeah. not you just you just straighten it out the way you had it before. It's screwed up before you left. But it's better so by comparison. You did yeah, you just put it back the way you had it screwed up. So I mean that was like the whole I, first I can't, like, I can't explain it. It 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 is what it is.
1: That's like the first three months of Triple H's reign as the head of creative. Like, it's not like he did anything really earth shattering. He just fixed all the shit Vince McMahon broke. Like, he 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 took all the low hanging fruit and he had no problem picking it off the tree. Like, that's that, which is smart, smart. His yeah. first night back, his first night back is yeah, no Becky Lynch should be a babyface and Ronda Rousey should be a heel. Done, boom, first night back. That's what he did. That's what he did. Uh, real quick, super chat here from uh, Roland Curtis. If Bailey wins the Rumble. Should she main event WrestleMania 40 night one? Bailey is the only one of the four horsewomen who never main evented WrestleMania. Um, so I can honestly tell you this because I just talked to her three days ago. Uh, shameless plug: I had an interview with Bailey. Drop today, cagesideseats.com Go check it out. She just kind of want like wrestle the main event. That's a tough ask this year. That is a tough ask this year because there's going to be a lot of candidates for that match. Bailey wants a one on one match at WrestleMania. 11 years in the company, she's never had a one on one match at WrestleMania. Even when she was champion, it was always Fatal Four Way or that five way elimination match that she had at the th- uh, not even the Thunderdome, the freaking PC in front of like the one fan and it was industrial in the ceiling. Like that was a, a five way elimination match. She's never had a one on one match at WrestleMania. That's what she wants. Let's start there. Let's get her there first we'll talk about, you know, main eventing, another point. You got a woman who won five matches last year. Let's, let's, let's slow down on talking about a main event, especially when, come on, it's a slam dunk. It's Seth Rollins.
0: Gender, it. gender, Mahal didn't win one all year. you, know, you know,
1: some People were complaining about that. Yeah. People were complaining about that. They're yeah, outraged.
0: So. They're outraged. There's rage. Where's the rage? I will say yeah, where this is much. The rage?
1: I'll say this much about Bailey. If she wins the Royal Rumble, the losing streak needs to stop. Like she can't keep losing in the ramp up to, to WrestleMania. Like she's got to start putting some wins under her belt and look like a real credible threat again to EO or Rhea who, or whoever the hell uh, she starts. Like anybody can win it over the top rope challenge. I've said that like every week on this show for like five weeks straight, anybody can win it over the top rope challenge. It's not the same as pinning you one, two, three. So Bailey could win this damn thing. And it'd be only her sixth win in the last year and a half. Honestly, her record's even worse, dating back to the end of 2021. Honestly, uh, tw- excuse me, 2022. But uh, yeah, man, like she needs it; she deserves it.
0: Um, records don't mean anything in pro wrestling. They should. You you can talk about it. Yeah, you can talk about it, and they shouldn't. It should mean something, but it only means something with your top people, like Roman, Gunther, but Bailey. After all she's went through. You could restart it and she's, won all these matches since this date.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about Bailey is she has that pedigree, right? She has that, that resume already. And she has a, a distinguished resume first ever women's grand slam champion in WWE money in the bank winner, four time, you know, women's champion in WWE first time, uh, women's tag team champion. She's done a lot. She's accomplished a lot of things. And I think people appreciate her because they see the work that she's done since she got back from the ACL. And it's all been about elevating others. She has put her own goals on the back burner to build up the women's division. And it has been a constant fight because sometimes Triple H is in charge, sometimes Vince is in charge. And you know what? Things have improved since Triple H has been solely in charge. So I'm hoping things will keep going. But she deserves her damn flower. She deserves to win the Royal Rumble this year. SP3, what you got going on this week?
2: Uh, check out the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, the True Hill Heat Flash Shit Podcast. We go live tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time. It'll be myself, Miss Chrissy Love, Top Guy JJ will be back on. We'll also have True Draw Josh. We'll be talking about TK and Jinder Mahal on Twitter. We'll talk about The Rock, Roman, and Cody update and why that's not going down at Elimination Chamber. I told y'all last week, they never said The Rock was having a match try to tell y'all before dave had to put in an observer letter and for y'all to believe it but we'll talk about that on the flagship <laughs> podcast
0: that's uh my, my, the podcast i do uh story time Dutch on youtube it dropped this morning on youtube so you can go over there and while you're there subscribe to it i'm at a subscribers now Woo, that's pretty good don't you think
1: uh, there you go. I mean, I'm thinking
0: 105,000. What the hell? And I just go over there and bitch and moan, yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, stay mm. in my lane, do all that. You stuff. no. and if anybody wants to write me, uh, dirty Dutch Mantel with two L's at gmail.com. See you there. Uh, follow me on
1: Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it these days at Rick Uccino. There's the one stop shop for all my work. My pin tweet. Uh, is that article I mentioned earlier? My conversation with Bailey. Please check that out. She's awesome. And uh, other than that, we will be back next week, next Friday, talking about whatever that, talking about this big women's tag team championship match and this contract sign. We got a contract signing to talk about next Woo! week. Let's go get hyped. <laughs> Have a great weekend.